What's up, Internet? Today is June 9th, 2020, and uh, you've once again made the very wise decision to tune into the digital experience. Um, if this is your first time, and uh, let's be honest, it isn't, but uh, we're a couple of middle-aged basic bros. You'd agree with that? Yes, definitely basic. Yeah, and we basically just enjoy uh, spending time together and just shooting the breeze like uh, like a couple old gal pals, and... Uh, we welcome you to the Treehouse of Trust, and when you climb those little uh, wooden stairs, when you get to the top of the tree, and you open that little door, you'll find your faithful hosts, Dave and James. James, how you doing today? I'm pretty good, Dave. How about yourself? I'm doing... It's a mixed bag, man. It's a mixed bag. Um, What's on your mind, buddy? I'll... Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it... I mean, we all know what's been going on the past few weeks. We all know, I mean, the protests, the uh, everything going on. And I'm not, I don't want to take like a ton of time on it, but I just, um, th- with everything going on in the Black Lives Matter and the movement and all that, um, I just want to, I'm not talking for James. I'm talking strictly for myself. Um, if you want to take that and you want to turn that into Blue Lives Matter or you want to turn that into All Lives Matter, I'm going to stand out and say you can go fuck yourself right now. That's uh, it's a horrible fucking attitude to have. We need to take this time to actually learn a few things instead of just shutting the goddamn door on everything. Just just stop it. It's, it's fucking time to just leave that behind, okay? I actually found... And I mean, on Instagram, I usually find cats and cars, but I actually found it was just kind of a, an analogy and uh, just like kind of a quick story. I, I thought it was really good. So imagine you come home to find your kitchen window broken. So you call a window repair person. You show them the broken window and ask them to fix it. Then they tell you all your windows matter. And then they just stand there uh, and they're just repeating all your windows matter and not fixing your kitchen window. They're also your roommate. So, of course all your windows matter, which is why you want the kitchen window fixed. Which is why you keep repeating that the kitchen windows need to be fixed. Which makes it really weird that the repair roommate keeps ignoring it and talking about all windows. And asking for a kitchen window to be fixed doesn't mean you hate the living room window. I just, you know man, I saw that and it just, it's rang true with me. And, uh, I just wanted to get that out of the way. I, uh, I didn't know if, if... I or we or whatever had a voice to be heard at this time, but I just uh, I gotta use that I gotta use that to say that little piece, man. I I don't I don't know I don't know if you had anything you wanted to say or anything, but I just I I I had to get that off my chest. Um, I don't disagree. Maybe you and I see things a little bit differently just because of where we grew up, and it is a multicultural town. There there's Lebanese people. There's uh, the indigenous communities all around the town. Um, there was black people, white people, Asian people. And for the most part, we just got along because that's what you do in life is you get along. Um, if there's someone that needs help, you help them. I, I don't understand why, how we've gotten to where we were, I want to say, 60 years ago, where only one certain type of person is important i i don't get it that's my bit is they're people no that they have a life to live and uh, i guess as white people we can't 
we can't live their lives. We don't know what they go through on a daily basis. I mean, no one knows what anyone else goes through on a daily basis. And I'm not going to diminish someone else's struggle because it doesn't happen to me. I just think we all need to get along. And if someone's struggling, you help them. Like you said about the window. It isn't about all lives matter. Because, yeah, all lives do matter. But at this point in time, black lives matter. Well, that's a, that's exactly it. And it's uh, like you want to take the steam out of it by saying all lives matter. But fucking that's a section that needs addressing right now. Exactly. It's, it's yeah, that's exactly, yeah, I don't really have a ton else to go off of but but it's just i i just had to say man it's a bunch of horse shit what people are saying these days yeah i mean people can have their opinions doesn't mean i'm gonna listen to them and i mean if anyone has a problem with what i say feel free to ignore me um because i will probably be doing the same 100 percent. they can still uh give us money well they haven't given us any yet so that's true I can't even say I'd reject it because I, I don't. We don't have it yet. Yes, exactly. Well, man, should we have some silly fun? Yeah, let's let's get off our soapboxes and um, put away the serious faces and put on our happy faces and let's talk about some music and how about some duets? You know, people Ooh. making good music together. You know what? This kind of worked out. Um, because I don't know about you, but I've got uh, I've got some stuff on here that uh, kind of fits with the theme, sort of. I can dig it. I can dig it. And uh, so I have to well, I have to ask first of all, are you having a drink to take the edge off? Um, not that kind of drink. I uh, earlier this evening it was nice out, so I went out for a bit of a drive, went to fly my drone, and uh, I picked up a strawberry milkshake from DQ. Respect. What about you? I think I'm making up for both of us. Oh, nice. Um, I am having a Palm Bay. Oh. It's of the uh, Ruby Grapefruit Sunrise Spritz variety. Oh, my God. Um, when was uh, when was Palm Bay, like, when when did it hit the big time? Oh. Probably about five, six years ago? Yeah, probably. Okay, this is about five or six years old, so. You know what, buddy? I've decided I'm not going to let you drink alone. I'm going to have a twisted tea. Ooh. Let's both now be basic the... bitches. Hey. I'm just saying, but if there was a meter of zero to bitch, you'd be at the end of the H, because you're such a bitch. Oh, Dave. It's What are you going to do about it? Uh, I'll probably fight you. Why you got to be so rude? That's fine. I'll meet you at the big dock. Oh, what? Hey, R.I.P. Yeah, you'll be R.I.P.ing in a bit. That went in a weird, weird direction. Uh, that's how we roll. Yeah, that's true. Well, with the announcement that uh, Joe Rogan's coming to Spotify, I'd uh, I'd kind of like to be one of the first to welcome him here. And uh, welcome to Spotify. We're on the same Joe. network, right? Yeah, we are. Yeah. So I assume our payday is coming soon, right? Uh, maybe we have to leave Spotify and come back. They'll miss us. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> they think they can. I don't think they can handle. You know, that just petered out. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, uh, I don't think they could handle something, but leaving with us gone i don't think that would be it oh uh also i thought it was pretty rad that you put that uh, lord song at the end of the last show there the royals that was pretty it was royals right because they they kind of all sound the same oh <laughs> you're a dick um no actually it's two different songs mixed in there along with the the original lord randy marsh Oh, Royals and then uh, the Royals uh, Dance Mix 92. No, it's actually called Green Light, and uh, everybody wants to rule the world. Oh, I see. I see. I must have done a bang-up job if you couldn't tell it was two different songs that weren't Royals. That's because I'll never be Royals. 
So if you were to describe your haircut, would you say it's spiky, the Rachel, pigtails, or flat top? Well, I just went to the barber today, so I would say spiky. Cool, cool, cool. So um, who started last week? I mean, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? Sure, yeah. let's go with that. Um, I don't remember. I, I don't really think it matters. You want a Rochambeau for it? I go first. Okay. Ah, I win. So my number five, it's a... Uh, it's a duet from a couple of actually powerhouse badasses. Um, I'm, of course, talking to... Two? <laughs> I'm talking to you, buddy. Uh, I'm referring to Reba McIntyre and Kelly Clarkson, man, with Because of You. So now, James, in the past, you've said some disparaging things about Miss McIntyre. Would you like to rescind these previous statements? I... I no. No, I would You're not. You're a, a horrible boy. Yeah, sometimes. A horrible boy. Man, she finds a way to match Kelly Clarkson in this song, and that's, that's actually a feat in itself, because that girl can belt it, dude. It's uh, it's a cautionary tale, really. It just it gets you right in the feels. Do you, do you know that one? Probably not, eh? Nope, not at all. It's a it's a really good song, dude. Um, so, your favorite food, would you say that it's uh, a delectable torte, cheese, fruit snacks... Or a crusty burger. Are, are these my only choices? Yes. I, I guess I'd go with a crusty burger. Huh, cool. Well, I, what's your what's your number <laughs> five? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that yours. Okay. Um, my number five. I I went back to the 1980s, and I'm starting to wonder if I think that when we get towards our uh, honorable mentions and maybe the top couple, I think there might be some crossover. But we'll see. But anyway, my number five we'll is see. two is also two powerhouses, arguably bigger powerhouses than your choice. Oh, 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 oh. hey, multiple CMA awards would have uh, a little something to say about that. But uh, but go ahead. Um, I think that the amount of Grammys between these two groups, because that's what they are, is two groups would walk all over Reba McIntyre's CMA Awards. It's Run DMC and Aerosmith talking about walking this way. Dang you. That is a... Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, I can get down with that. I, I would say that that's... It, it came close to being a lot higher on my list. The problem was is the ones I picked are... They're quite a bit better, which... To me, anyway. So, I mean, you look at Walk This Way, that was... That kind of opened the door for stuff that we saw later, like Linkin Park, Korn, uh, Limp Biscuit, where, where they're mixing the rap. I guess they call it new metal or whatever, but you're mixing the rap with the heavy metal and the rock and roll music. Yep. Between that, that read, that remix, that that duet, and uh, Faith No More, they really kind of, I don't know, to me anyway, they kind of pioneered rap rock. Definitely. I can get down with that. Actually, they were a huge inspiration for uh, one of the uh, things in my honorable mention list, which is actually just an entire album, because I cheated this entire list. So You told me that I cheated that time. Yep, that's fine. Uh, I'm allowed I to I mean, like, that. if, if V&H wasn't closing down in 15 minutes, I'd say, meet me in the back, bitch. Oh, we're going into the back alley now. 
You heard me. You heard me. That's actually so. I have to say that was actually uh, one of the um, one of our listeners suggested that song too from Carissa. So which one? Walk this way. Uh, walk this way. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's a really good song. I mean, you can't go wrong with Run DMC and Aerosmith as it is. No. And if you want a damn great Run DMC song, man. Well, <laughs> it was. Did you ever listen to the Beavis and Butthead experience? Yeah, uh, yes. That was a oh, that was a freaking great album too, but um they do a song, they do um oh shoot, I can't remember which one it is, but well, that went nowhere. So That sounds like a lot of your conversations. You know what was actually a good cover of that song? Some 41 with Nelly you and know, Ja man, Rule. I was thinking that too. It's not as good as the original, but it's a good cover. <laughs> but it's actually really good. And some forty-one is actually—they're a bunch of talented dudes. Have you ever seen them? No, no, I have not. No, I, we saw them in uh, Lloyd at the Cooler. It was actually a really cool show. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty badass. Cool. Um, if you were to say a trait that you're most known for, would you say it would be adorableness, smarts, refined taste, or tood? Oh, that's a tough one. I—it's like all of the above. I'm not going to lie, you don't have that as a choice. Well, I should. You should, but unfortunately the world doesn't work that way. Do I have to be honest? I would... I mean, honest enough for the internet? Yeah, but that's... No one's honest on the internet. That's true. I mean, I would have to say that... I guess I'm going to go and be pedantic here because you said most people. I would say most people would say that I'm most known for my attitude. Cool. What's your number so, four, buddy? My number four, it's a it's a badass tune by uh, brought to us by... It's actually a former uh, power couple of Slop Power Rock. Um, talking, of course, about Seether with Amy Lee of Evanescence with Broken. Oh! See, I didn't think that would have been considered a duet. How so? Because, I don't I guess that's kind of like... You know what? I'm going to give it to you, and here's why. Because later on, I cheat really hard, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Some people give me guff for digging Seether, but I've I've always loved them ever since that first Disclaimer album. I freaking dig them. See, um, I wasn't going to give you guff about Seether. I was going to give you guff because it was the lead singer from one band with an entire other band. So not really a duet, more like... Eh. But I'll give it to you. Well, I'll give it to you. Just I mean, remember, I'm giving Car- this to you. Carly Rae does... Uh, Carly Rae can kind of move people around in her band and it doesn't matter all that much. It's because no one knows the band name. They just know her. Yes. Um, so, Amy, she actually brings a, a good smooth tone, I find, to... to Sean's rough, like, kind of Cobain impression. I don't know. I, I wish you would tell me that the worst is over now and we can breathe again. Do you want to hold me high and steal my pain away? Every day, buddy. I, I miss you, buddy. I miss you, too. We got we to gotta hang out. Wow, okay. Wait, so what's your number three? Hey, no, I'm at number four. You can't count. And also, you keep you can't say, we got to hang out. Um... How many times have I invited you to hang out at my house when you're down visiting your in-laws, which is 20 minutes away, that you had been doing often? I thought we were going to discuss this on the internet. No, 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 no. You brought me not visiting to the internet, but I'm calling you out. You don't visit. I've invited you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say approximately six. And how many times have I visited you in the last year? Last year, one. Not true. Not true. Three times. New Year's. Three times. New Year's. I was holding your baby. Was that New Year's? Yeah. Well, how? Twice. How, how okay. old's your daughter? My old daughter is six years. I'm six. I'm mixing up them two. <laughs> this Palm Bay man. <laughs> six. Uh, six months. Right. So it couldn't have been much before New Year's that I was there. No, it wouldn't. You have took been. pictures of me holding your baby.
I thought we weren't going to discuss this on the internet. That's fine. No, because you called me out, so I'm setting your shit straight. And then I was there in the I summer. I did not call you, you out. Did. That was not. That was a call to action, if anything. Uh, I'm you showing jerk. you the. I've been showing you the action. I've been giving it to you, Dave. You haven't been giving it back. X gonna give it to you. Yeah. Anyway, my number four is um, kind of funny how it came about. I don't know if you know the story about it. After I tell you the song, I'll explain the story. It's uh, Jay Z and Alicia Keys and Empire State of Mind. Boom. Heck yeah. Do you know the story behind that and how that song came about? Uh, I'll be honest, no, I don't. But it was on my honorable mentions. So, uh, so Alicia Keys had the Empire State of Mind song and uh, that whole the whole part that she plays with the piano and everything. And actually, it's its own, it's its own song that you can find. And Jay-Z had his set and um, he asked her if he could use the music that she had used for her part uh, to sample for his song. And they, she said, well, I guess. And then they listened to each other's stuff and what they had going on and decided, you know what, let's just make this a collaboration and a duet. And it works really well. I, I love that song. Me too. I, I freaking dig it. Actually, you say about her just doing that song. Um, she did it on Saturday Night Live one time and it was actually really, really damn good. Yeah. So you have it, no smart-ass remarks or anything? Why would I, friend? Oh, I'm just making sure because you had some last time. I, I come to fight tonight. I got told that I can't let you push me around anymore. Oh, who said that? Can't say. Your daughter? <laughs> Dude, both of my daughters could kick your ass. That's true. That's not a that's that's not a facetious thing to say. So, what personality question are you going to ask me now? Well, first of all, I just got to shout out Ryan because he's a dedicated listener. Oh, which Ryan? Uh, I don't know if he would prefer to uh, remain anonymous on the internet, but uh, is this the Ryan I but, know? Uh, I, you might know him, not that one. Though. Oh, okay. That one, that one's might be a silent, uh, a silent but deadly. He is usually assassin. pretty quiet. He should stay quiet. Yeah. That's a call out. Ooh. I don't know when he gets a couple if beer. If he wants him, to he defend his lippy. honor, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Let's get a couple beer on him and uh, and get him on the internet. That's a good idea. So, if uh, if you had to pick your favorite place to hang out, would you say it was a park across from your house, a backyard tree house, coffee shop, or a basement lab? Um, I guess a basement lab. Cool, cool. So my number three is I from what I consider to be the golden age of hip hop duets, man. You may remember him from his short-lived street racing career in the Fast and the Furious, but... Ja Rule? It's Ja Rule, man, with Ashanti. The song is called Mesmerize. He did another duet. Oh, maybe it was Alicia Keys. That was really good. Uh, he did another one with... I think it was another one with Ashanti, but Ashanti was the main singer in it. Uh, put it on me. Oh, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Ah. Anyway, tell your story about this one. I don't have too much of a story, but you just... You can't deny the catchiness and the hooks that this song put in you, man. Will you call me baby buddy? Uh, maybe. What would I be with my baby? Huh? <laughs> no? Oh, so what was the name of the song you picked again? Sorry. What, the song? It's uh, Mesmerized. Uh, yeah, see, I was thinking Always on Time. Oh, okay, yeah, I think I know that one too. Yeah. Have you ever seen the video for Mesmerized? I've never heard the song, so probably not. You are a horrible, horrible boy. Uh, sometimes. I'm sending I'm sending Ryan to your house. Okay. Yep. At least then I'll have a visitor. Oh, that cut deep. <laughs> that cut deep. Sorry. Not sorry. So I got to call out Ryan right now and say... Uh, I'm standing up to you because in uh, 
grade 10 gym class we were playing football and he flipped me on my back like a cheese omelet and uh that hurt man mostly because i was in grade 12 and he was in grade 10 but but that hurt oh shit man that hurt yeah i didn't want to take gym so i didn't and then they said yeah you need that to uh, graduate so i had to take it in grade 12. well at least you graduated at least i graduated technically from lackledish Yeah. What's your number three? My number three is a new song. Fairly new anyway. Um, Are you familiar with the movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? I wish I could say I was, but no, I'm not. Oh, I know you're a geek and love superhero movies. You need to see that movie. It is... I really want to see that one. It was on Netflix. It still might be. I think it might still be, because I think it's still in the queue or whatever you call it. Yeah, no, you definitely got to watch it. It's probably one of the best Spider-Man movies. It is one of the best Spider-Man. It's better than the original, the three original Spider-Man movies, to me, for sure. And the Amazing Spider-Man 2 series. Better than Far From Home, not quite as good as Homecoming, I don't think. Uh, It's right up there. It's a really good movie. Anyway, the song is at the very beginning of the movie. It's uh, Post Malone and Sway Lee with Sunflower. I like to think of this song as the best short song ever. It's two minutes and 30 seconds. You listen to it. It feels like it's been playing for under a minute. It's it's a great song. The Ramones would have a bone to pick with you on that, but I'll give it to you, sure. No, no, because it's... The Ramones, yeah, they, they've made some short songs, but they always felt like the two minutes. This one, it never seems to feel like as long as it. It definitely feels way shorter than it is. I was reading the uh, the newspaper the other day, and it was kind of weird. It was, it was missing... It was missing an article. Go ahead. It was, uh, <laughs> it was of the uh, the uh, avian variety. Did did you did you read the paper that day? I don't read the paper. Oh, okay. Well, I, sp- I was just I was just under the impression that everybody knew. Make your shitty joke. Well, everybody's heard about the bird. Bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. Well, a bird, bird, bird. Oh God. Uh. I don't know the song, but I dig Post Malone. I don't. I can't say in a big way, but but I I freaking dig what he does. He's. Uh, have you watched his Nirvana set cover set? Of course. Yes, buddy. That was great. And he's actually got. Uh, he's got some freaking badass timepieces too. He's got a few Richard Millet's, uh, a few custom Rolexes, uh, a couple of uh, Paddocks. Fuck your bougie. Nice. What? Your bougie. Why? They're watches. Yeah. They tell time. And I, they uh, do tell time. I rock a Seiko because that's my style. Seiko is a great brand, dude. I'll never, I'll never, I wouldn't crap on any brand, but I could never what crap about on a Timex? Seiko. Seiko's great. Timex? They're awesome. The old school Timex, Iron Man? I mean, I mean, you can't see yet, but I'm nodding my head in, uh, in yes, yeah, sun What was that fashion? Uh, thing they had in the 90s? Indiglow or whatever. Yeah, the Indiglow. Yeah. Yeah. Indiglow faces. They still rock Indiglow. Do they? Yeah. That was one of the first watches yep. that lit up from behind instead of that shitty light that you couldn't see anything past the three. Yeah. They actually, was it a year ago or so? They came out with, uh, uh, I think it was called the 1978 reissue. Um, it's basically like, well, it was a reissue of a watch they came out with back in the day, but it's uh, highly collectible. It's basically like a Submariner copy. Um kind of like their dive watch yep. copy and it's it's actually a really badass looking watch it's hard you can't they they sold out like instantly of them hmm. so you know what time it is then what time it's is time it? for you to tell me your number two. Oh, <laughs> bam 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 so if you had a personal motto would you say it was more did i do that you got it dude don't have a cow man or all i need is friends i'll go with 
stupid Bart Simpson don't have a cow, man. So, my number two needs no introduction. I'll just say it. Come out and say it. It's Queen, David Bowie, with Under Pressure. You son of a bitch! <laughs> what? That was my number one. Oh! Well, then we can talk about it together, man. Okay. This, this song is amazing, and you don't need to take my word for it, okay? Christian James Hand oh, did a session sakes. on this song. <laughs> I was wondering Not when he was coming up. Not only is the music amazing, amazing. But he plays the isolated vocals of Freddie and Dave, and you will be blown away, dude. Like, I'm not saying surprising things here, but the vocal range of both of these guys and just the power of their voices, man, never be replicated. It was great on Casingle, too. Um, Oh, just a public service announcement again, a a, a much happier one, I guess. Um, Because of the quarantine, Christian James Hand can't do sessions, and he's not leaving his house because he has a a pre-existing condition. So... He's real freaked out about everything, but he's now doing daily sessions on his Instagram on at King Trut. If you want to check out the action, it's that's your best chance other than the podcasts that are out there. He goes way more in depth on these sessions. These are more like his live shows where he goes an hour into a song and definitely check it out. What do you have to say? I was I really liked the song. I didn't appreciate how they ripped off Vanilla Ice, but. I mean, I'll forgive oh, them for that. There's only one original. I know, right? I'll forgive them for that. Yeah, I mean, he's a fresh flow, man. He is. Uh, actually, that oh, that was a whole can of worms. That's what got started all the fighting with uh, the rap industry and the rest of the music industry and why a lot more rap artists went to original tracks and got into less sampling. What was his argument? Wasn't it something like, under pressure is do 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 and his is do 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 or something like it was something stupid like that. No, I think there he tried to claim it under fair use because he used under so many seconds of the song. Ah, okay. But yeah, I don't think it worked all that well for him. But yeah, I mean, you've got two powerhouses. I would say in the eighties. 70s and 80s there was no and people will argue oh michael jackson yes cram your michael jackson for now there was no bands bigger than queen and david bowie well yeah i would say yeah especially i mean after live aid because like before live aid they were still i mean they were popular but they weren't i don't think people realized what they were dealing with with queen and live aid actually helped push them over the top well but live aid was their last live show uh, don't get into this bohemian rhapsody bullshit but i'm not i'm getting into history i mean he didn't perform live again after that like with the band where would i be without my baby but i mean they were big before that oh they were definitely big but that that show pushed them yes i think it kind of made people realize what what they were i don't know it's weird to say what they were dealing with with them but like how how freaking great they were yeah but i mean uh i can't argue that they, they were yeah but then it comes back around with uh wayne's world where a lot of us, uh, people our age, were introduced to them because we were still listening to Sesame Street records back when Live Aid happened. But Wayne and Garth start playing it in the Gremlin, and all of a sudden, we're introduced to Queen, and we start That's searching true. them yeah. out. I mean, it was just a resurgence. Would you say... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, go just, ahead. it was... A resurgence, yeah. yeah. Definitely, yeah. Would you say... Well, no, you're how you're a couple years older than me, right? Yeah. So you're kind of firmly in Gen X, right? No, I'm actually, I'm not. 
what the hell did they they came up with a term for my generation it's the exennials or whatever because it's like the very ass end of generation x and the very beginning of the millennials oh okay or, that's because yeah that'd be i was kind of just kind of say like what do you even what do you um, more identify with i guess would be the question well that's a tough one because given my employment background and the fact that I'm kind of a nerd, I would probably identify more with the millennials because I've been more into technology all my life. I can take that. Yeah. Like I've, I always, um, I guess I used to shun the millennial tag because everyone thinks of them as whiny or or whatever. And, um, what's the word? Lazy. They always want entitled. uh, Entitled. That's the word. I'm sorry. Yes. That's generation X. Actually the more, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, I wouldn't say you're wrong on that. And the like baby millennials boomers. are actually—they're pretty awesome, dude. Millennials are awesome. They—I mean, look at what they're doing for industry. A lot of millennials want to help bring um, scenes more local. I mean, uh, look at what they're doing with beer. A lot of them want more local. They want more um, locally sourced ingredients. Let's look at what they're doing with food and baking and like—I mean, even tech. Uh, but like, I, I think they're really cool. I, I can dig it. Generation X is big on disruption. We and headbangers ball. Well, no, but we, that's what we have been called is the disrupting generation. Um, like we are the ones that invented apps. We are the ones that took like our parents. It was maybe not even our parents, but it it was computers and it was fax machines and at the later end email. And we took that and we went with phones. We apps. Um, you, I guess being in the finance industry you, and technology, you see a lot of that, that disruption happening all the time. Like the ability to take a picture of your check and it automatically gets deposited into your bank. That wasn't banks that came up with that. It was independent startups that had this idea and ran with it and sold it to banks. And, and they didn't just sell the company to the bank. They didn't sell their idea exclusively to a bank. They licensed it pretty much. And, and they've been doing that with everything. Things like Mint before it was owned by Intuit. That's where it came from, is people being like, I want to be able to track all my spending and shit on my phone. And so they came up with that app and ran with it. You want to hang out sometime, man? Maybe. You should come visit. I should come visit. should. So how would you say your love life is, man? Oh, fuck. Would you say girls are girls are gross? Boys, yuck. DOA or hopelessly devoted? Girls, yuck. Girls. Why would you ask me that question? You know I don't talk about my private life. So... Um, so my honorable mentions, man. I don't. I don't you get already, to do you my took number two. A bit of the wind, didn't you? No. You. Oh yeah, that was your number one. I apologize. You know what? Go ahead. No, forget it. My number two will be my number one because it's just as good, and you're gonna hate me for it. It's banging. Yeah, I'm gonna spring it on you, and you're gonna be mad, and you're gonna call me a cheater. Yeah, let's do honorable mentions. You hit me with yours. Man, you are shot out of a cannon right I now. I am because you asked me about my love life. <laughs> You get 175 mil of twisted tea in you, and you're kind of turning into another another gentleman there. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Ouch. Um, so I've only got two because you took the wind out of my sails already, but uh, n- number one is uh, Gwen Stefani with Eve, Let Me Blow Your Mind. Cool. Wow. Okay. <laughs> what about Ashanti with uh, Jarul? Put it on me. Cool. It's, it's not as good as the other one, the Always On Time. But that's why it's an honorable mention. Oh, so that other one better be your number one then. So, and then another one. Okay. Okay, I'll do two more. Okay. Volbeat, 
This is a new one, actually. It's Volbeat with uh, Neil Fallon from Clutch, and they do Die to Live, because Volbeat on their own is, like... Do you listen to much Volbeat? Do you know them? Or? I think you've played them for me a couple times. Okay, yeah. I, I really dig what they do. They've got a real rockabilly sense to them, and I, I, but, a, like, a hard edge to it, and I really I like it. And Neil Fallon is just a commander of the mic, man. I, he's one of the greats to me. I, I know he wouldn't go down as like a great front man, but, but he is a he is a freaking great singer. Not a great singer, but like a great front man to me, and the, the two of them mixed are, are awesome. And the other, the other one is the first mention, and I'm surprised I've gone this long without mentioning, but it's Bloodhound Gang with uh, Vili Vallo from him, and it's something diabolical. Surprised this is the first time the Bloodhound Gang has come up. Very surprised, to be honest. But we haven't done top five silly songs that were actually banging. That's true. I think we just came up with another show. Maybe. I think we've got a list we got to get through. Well, yeah. <laughs> that'll, this, this, that'll just get thrown onto the pile. True. All right. So the, the, that's all you got? Or you got one more? That's, that's all I got, I think, for that one. Yeah. Except I need you to pick a drink. Would you pick Personality Changing Serum? Red wine, squishy, or milk? A squishy. Squishy, eh? <laughs> I'm really curious so, where this is going. <laughs> but I don't want to ruin it. I'm going to play along. So what James doesn't know is this entire time I've been, I would say, pulling his leg a little. I've been, um, I've been asserting a boner on him. And I've been determining, if you will, which 90s sitcom character he is. Would you like to know, my friend? I'm going to go with Bart Simpson. You are Blort Slimson. Okay. I'm assuming because they didn't want licensing problems? Possibly. But you, you, my friend, are a, are a Bart Simpson knockoff. I don't think we can argue that. I wouldn't say so. You're the animated bad boy from Springtown, USA, whose adventures briefly aired in 1992 before being sued by the Simpsons. Girls love Blort's hilarious attitude. So I took the test... And I got Keith Nordy from Family Affair. I'm America's favorite nerd next door. Well, second favorite after Steve Urkel. But you're not an Urkel. You're more like this guy. And nowadays, we know nerds are sexy. Yeah, we are. So, my number one... I don't get my honorable mention. Do you have anything else? shit? You... D- I apologize. I'm stepping on you all over, We, we need an agenda and a moderator. I have an agenda. It's, it's got one of those uh, strings that you put around it to close it. Yeah. You said we need an agenda. You should write in it, let James take his turns. <laughs> Ouch. So would you like yeah. to hear my honorable mentions, Dave? I'd love to hear them. Yeah. Okay, I have five of them. My first one is one that we've mentioned a while ago, and I uh, just decided to bring it up now. It's Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus with Jolene. That is a... Yep. Check mark. Next is the Chainsmokers with Halsey and Closer. That is a oh that I hadn't even thought of that. That's great. Uh, this is a, a really new one. Ozzy Osbourne and Post Malone. It's a raid. I'm fist bumping right now. That song. It that is just classic Ozzy. And you add Post Malone in there. It's just so good. That whole album actually. Kind of kind of dig it. Uh, my fourth one is one of the places I cheated. The Judgment Night soundtrack. I don't know it, oh, but I'd give it. it. It's like the Run D. It's like if Run DMC and Aerosmith took crack. 
I might have to check this oh, out. Oh, you do. It's got Biohazard and Onyx on it. Yeah, it's all one rap group and one heavy metal band per song just going. And it's hard. Oh, one of those. Yeah. Okay, it's, yeah. I can dig that. It's a great album. And my number. Is it on Spotify? Yeah, it might be. I know it's on Google remember Play how Music. I, remember how I mentioned that I would go on Spotify and check out our, our playlist? Yeah, that we don't have? Yeah, I haven't done it. Oh, okay. Well then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean they're there no they're not uh, and my last honorable mention it's a classic Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell Ain't No Mountain High Enough oh man yes can I say it yeah that was one of the first um, sessions that I heard Christian James Hand do and it is amazing dude they he has an entire the, the Detroit Orchestra do he, they scored the entire song you can hear it you can't hear it in the song other than nine seconds, but they did the entire song and he plays it for you, and it is just balls to the wall awesome, man. Go ahead. Wow, you filleted him twice in one episode. I'm giving him his dues. Okay. Let me hear your number one. So, my number one will come as no surprise Kenny to Rogers anybody. Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, Islands in the Sun. I was going to ask if you want to take the honors, but it's Kenny G. Rogers and Dolly Parton, man. Islands in the sun. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was actually, I asked my mom, uh, I asked my mom about duets, and she said that one. So, Kitty, this one's for you. Hi, Dave's mom. Sorry for my swearing. And you cannot deny the greatness of these two together. I can, There's and I will. There's magic there. You, I'm going to punch you, like... If I can find a pimple on your cheek, I am punching you square in that thing. Dude, you want to meet behind the bingo hall? Like the bowling alley side? No, or the bingo b- hall like side. behind it. No, we're getting Ooh. dirty. That's why we're going to the bingo Ooh. hall side. Ouch. Dude. Dude. Oof. But there's a magic there, man. And if... You know what, dude? If you're not into this song, you can leave the room. I'm leaving the room. Not only that, this song is written by the Bee Gees. And the Bee Gees, man, they are such badasses that don't get the credit they're due. Honestly, I could get into that, but that's a whole different ball of wax, man. Um, the 70s and 80s, they were just a damn gold mine of country music. These these two legends, they, they went perfectly together, man. Okay. What's your number one so I can take a, a, a figurative dump on it? You can't, and you won't. It sucks. No, it doesn't. It sinks. Okay, you know what? I want you to get it all out now. Before I say anything, get it all out. Okay. Okay. You're my friend and I love you. Oh, thanks, buddy. I love you, too. So, yeah. there's no way you can shit on this, because if you do, I'll call you a dirty hypocrite. And remember when I said that I would give you Amy Lee and Seether one? You did. This is where you have to give me mine. Back. It's considered a duet because of technicalities, but... These two went on to create two of the biggest bands of the 90s, and one is still one of the bigger bands today. I went with Chris Cornell and Eddie Vedder, Hunger Strike. Go ahead, shit on it. Um, no, I'm not shitting on it at no, all. No, but I'm you said you were going to, so my... I want you to. Um, okay. Um, you can't. That's right. Eddie Vedder has bad body odor at times. Yep. <laughs> you know what? Any time they're just cutting a song, Eddie Vedder is a nobody nobody knows who he is walking through the studio they get him on this this record and it's huge this is before pearl jam well this is before soundgarden and pearl jam and it was actually that's why i said it's technicality because it's on the mud honey album as mud honey but anytime you look it up it's chris cornell and eddie vetter because mud honey only made the one album 
and it didn't go anywhere. It didn't sell shit right up until Soundgarden and Pearl Jam became a thing, and then this song was found, and that's why it's put out as a duet instead of as Mud Honey. Well, it was it was put out as a group, wasn't it? Yeah, Temple of the Dog. Was it Temple of the Dog? I thought it was Mud Honey. Uh, no, Temple yeah, of the that's Dog. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's yeah. the thing is that no one knew. But no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No one yeah. knew who they were, and they just kind of yeah. The album didn't go anywhere until Soundgarden and Pearl Jam released uh, 10 and... Oh, I can't remember the name of the song. Was it Pretty Hate Machine? Was that Soundgarden Pretty Hate Machine? No, Jesus... Uh, that was, was Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, I Jesus think. Christ Pose, maybe it was. I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, yeah, yeah their first album. And then yep. people, the people that owned the recordings put the Hunger Strike song out and it became big. And it's an amazing song. I think it's some of their best work, actually. Will you be my Chris Cornell right now? Bed, buddy. I'm going hungry. Don't let me down. Yeah, I'm not singing. Ouch. <laughs> well, Chris Cornell right now can't sing, so. Oof. That went to a weird place. Well, it had to eventually. I don't think it did, but uh, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, suicide. It's funny. No, it's not funny. Man. Kids, if you're feeling down, eat feeling a little bit depressed get some help talk to someone if you if you're listening to this you obviously know dave and i so reach out to dave reach out to me we'll gladly listen yeah well i don't know what the hell to say but i'll listen for sure well, that's the point of listening dipshit is not to say anything listen don't tell me how to listen <laughs> uh yeah we brought that the jerk store called they're out of you i know because i'm a popular item still got lots of you you're in the discount bin yeah Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit? Not Happy Gilmore. I told you I'd use that. You did. Did you have any write-ins? Uh, we never got to that. You've just been all over the map today. It's the floods, isn't it? It's it's uh, on your... That doesn't help. Probably not. That doesn't help. Did, did you have any fan uh, mail? No, did, I don't think did, I did. Just the one? The uh, walk, uh, Empire State of Mind, I think it was? Uh, From Carissa, yeah. Yeah. I, I had a write-in. I had some write-ins. Post Malone, Ozzy Osbourne, take what you want. I like how they uh, they traded back and forth on that. How, like, the one I picked, the It's a Raid, sounded like an Aussie tune. The Take What You Want sounds like a Post Malone tune. It's a great tune. I love them. I can dig it, yep. Uh, Halsey and Marshmallow, Be Kind. And the last one was pretty much any Chainsmoker song, which sounds like a cop-out, but... There we go. I can, I can. I heard uh, Showcore did a song with them. Really? Yeah, it's called the Chain Core. <laughs> nice. Oh, <laughs> I lost. I ran out of steam there. Yeah, we somehow. You know what? I really wish that they would have given us a reason to bring them up this week. I'm, I'm very disappointed that they didn't. I'll be writing a letter to them because, yeah. And Bare Naked Ladies dropped the ball this week too, bastards. Well, at least we didn't have any bullshit Great Big C this week. Boy, I know. I'm feeling pretty good about that. You know what else is a good thing? No Spanish. Pourquoi? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I can't think of anything right now. That's not out of the ordinary. Have you seen the Bill and Ted uh, trailer? I did. I am excited. I am excited too. And considering that theaters open up again uh, in four days, three days, um, I'm hoping I'll be able to watch that in the theater. And I'm not going to social distance for that one. Weird flex, but okay. It's okay, buddy. You can sit on my lap. Maybe you'll be able to see the screen. <laughs> oh, man. What is your major malfunction? You're short. I'm I'm average height. Yeah, that's what she said, just to make you feel better. When girls say it's a good size, it's usually a nice way of saying it's small. Dave, you're just a mini-me. It's fine. You're like evil light. 
Yeah, pretty much. I just, yeah. I, I just want to... Today, Junior! I mean, there's that lookout point at Churchill, and there's that little island where all the, the pelicans go. Yep. I just want to take you in a boat and put you on that island, and then come back to the main island and look at you through those glasses. I would bring small children and say, look at that man. And then I'd go, like before nightfall, I'd go in the boat and I'd come back and get you, and then we would, uh, we would go have a pizza burger. That was awesome. You know what I would do, buddy? I would say, hey, Dave, let's go for a drive. Maybe we'll do a, a crop checking with a, with a six-pack or something. I'd load you up in the truck, and we'd go driving, go along the lakeshore, Mission Road, go past the Mission, go out to Plamondon, make a tidy righty, go past the Pelly, and we'd go to uh, to the White Russian Commune, and I'd throw you out and leave you, and I would, and then come back. Wow. With not even a, a GPS or a map? I could give it to you, but they'd just roll you for it. That's true. You know what I'd like to do? Hop in a time machine, go back to about 2001, go back to one of the uh, Thirsty Thursdays at the loft. I'd find one of the highball drinks that was yours. I'd put a dissolvable um, laxative in it, and then I would kind of pop back into my uh, into my 2001 body, and I would see the glass on the table i would know that was the one right so as soon as you were about to take a drink i'd grab it from your hand and i'd say dude i think there's a drug in that and we'd go get it sampled at the rcmp and they'd be like holy shit man yeah this had an laxative in it how weird is that and we would sue the bar we would get like i don't know probably what 500 bucks or so oh probably probably about 500 bucks that's all they probably had we would we would buy a lot of beer and we would have a good time i like that idea yeah. Thought you were going like to roofie that. me for a sec, but you don't have to roofie me, buddy. Just ask nicely. No, no. I would put you through the floor with a fist. That's what I would do. Oh, Dave. How are you feeling about this one? I think this went in a weirder direction than most of them do. I would kind of agree, actually. Not that that's a bad thing. Hmm. We're changing it up. I'm just saying, like, we had good times there. Yeah. So I feel like saving my friend's uh, butt, literally, I guess. Just be a nice... That would be a nice night. (laughs) I think we have very different opinions on what a nice night is. We probably do. We probably do. uh, Do you have any other public service announcements to make for us tonight, Dave? Uh, No. No, I don't think so. I think we're... I think I'm probably... I did find a... uh, I did figure out a new way to sign off the show, though, once. So once we get to that... Okay. Uh, the only public service announcement I have now, uh, I didn't have it up until about a minute ago, was check your drinks, people. It's very important that you keep an eye on your drinks. Check your friends' drinks. Don't let strangers go anywhere near them. You could end up with laxatives or worse in there, and no one wants that. Be safe. With the bars opening back up, yeah, don't get roofied. No, not at all. So, are we ready? I'm ready, Dave. Hit me. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You've just been experienced. That's it? That's it. Oh, okay. That's not good. It's all right. What do you... Hey, everybody, have a great week. We'll see you sometime. Well, it's honest. I guess it's... (laughs) (sighs) Bye, Internet. Bye, Internet. Jerk face.